FBRK. I'm taking it back to the radio. All right, hey, FPRK Radio, we're back, episode three. Uh, this is uh, the podcast where we talk about all the things that tear us apart, fucking politics, religion, and Kanye. Sorry for cursing, Mom. Uh, my mom hates the title. Uh, today, uh, we're doing something different. We're switching it up. It's three episodes in, and, you know, I'm here trying to find different perspectives. Uh, and so we went, you know, to black American males. So we're taking a hard left turn and going Swedish white female. So we're going to see what happens here. Today's guest, Reverse Steak. Hey, Re. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Um, good. I'm super nervous to be part of this different left turn, I guess. I mean, there's nothing to be nervous about. There's, you know, we need different perspectives in the world. Mm -hmm. And that's, this, this <laughs> is different as... That's, That's what people that say until I start talking. I believe that. I <laughs> this should be super interesting. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a little intro. Who are you? Mm. Where are you from? How long you been here? What's your sure. family like? Yeah, yeah. What's my family like? They're great. My family. That was the last question. But go on. <laughs> well, I grew up in Stockholm in Sweden in a privileged neighborhood. I went to private school. Um, like very much uh, was groomed to be sort of, you know, like my friends are all in finance and lawyers. and You were groomed? I mean, I was sort of like, you know, it was all like super, like it was, it was like a very, very specific school, you know? Very specific <laughs> school? Yeah. Uh, like specifically what? Like because you're in California doing comedy. So like what were you, what do you feel like you were supposed to be doing? Well, I was supposed to go, to go to Stockholm School of Economics, maybe go to London, do some years in finance, come back to Sweden, continue to do finance. Or like some, uh, well, you know what? There's a lot of yoga teachers from my school too. So. Okay. But they also went to um they also studied business before they went to. <laughs> I, my whole opinion of Sweden is just like I, I thought I didn't understand it before. Now I'm sure I don't. It's just economics and yoga. That's what's popping there. No, I mean, it's also it's also just a place of like it's so much more relaxed than here because you don't, don't identify with work as much as you do here. All right, I got, but it sounds like you do. You really groomed to the economics, <laughs> but all right, sure. <laughs> but that's sure. what I'm saying. That's specific to the school I went to, you know? Okay, to, right, right, right. And there's not a lot of private schools, but I went to one of the private schools. So I guess Yeah, because you, like, uh, you, when you said, you know, like you're fr you, you grew up in a privileged Swedish neighborhood, and I imagine Sweden to just like all be privileged and everyone to just have like a really good education. And like, you know, like Sweden is like one of the places that we point to here is like, do what they're doing. Like, they, they've got it right. Yeah, and it, it's true. Like, to some extent, that's true. It's much more equal than it is here. And, and the differences are not that different. Like, going to private school is... I'm um, trying to think if I can... I think it's about um, maybe $1,000 a year. $1,000 a year? Right. So For private school. Right. So... Maybe one to th two thousand dollars a year. So no, that's yeah. not that's not true. That's not <laughs> accurate. You got to go look that up. That's not true at all. It's a thousand to two thousand dollars a year to go to private school in yeah, Sweden. Yeah, when I went there, I think that's what it was. That's insane. So, um, yeah, that's a little different, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I work with a girl who's like putting her kid through daycare, and she's like losing her mind that like daycare is like five hundred dollars like a month for like a child like that dude he's not even learning anything he's just drinking juice like and that's like five hundred dollars a month and thousand dollars a year yeah so that's what i'm saying yes i did go to private school and yes i did grow up privileged but of course the differences are not even close to what they are here that's wild okay well then how long have you been here um, i moved here in 2004 so like 13 14 years same 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 uh how do you, well, like, how does, let me see, I'm trying to figure out how to go about this, because really, I want to talk about, like, uh, politics, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, there's this whole other, like, Swedish angle, so I guess, how would you, how, how, how were you raised politically in Sweden? Was that, like, 
an issue there? Was it a thing, a thing that was discussed? Was it a thing that was discussed in your family? Is it big in... Yes, but it's very, like, here, people discuss politics and where, where, where they stand very openly. In Sweden, it's a big thing that you never ask anybody what they vote for. And yeah. Well, th- it was supposed to be like that here. Yeah, but that's not true here. There it's sort of true. Right. You know, it's a much more, um, I don't know, secret thing. Like, you may not know what your dad votes for in Sweden. Really? Um, yes. Did you know what your dad voted for? I, I, I think I do. Yeah, you think you do. I think I do. But like, it's not even. It's, it's not even. I'm not sure. You know. Right. And um, and there's seven parties in the government, Slit. which I prefer to this system. I, yeah, for sure. Um, and you need to have. So if you can get, if you start a party and you get more than four percent, you're part of the government. Okay. Um, and we also count the votes that are for nothing, right? So you can give a blank vote. Uh, which would be counted as, like, there is no option that is good enough for me. That's dope. Yes. Well, what happens if the blank vote wins? Because we talked about this on the first episode of this, like, if we could, like, have this, like, yeah, no, I don't really mess with any of these options type of thing, and we, like, you know, probably, like, it would win. Uh, what hap- Has it happened, and if it does happen, what is... I don't know that it has happened. I think there is, I mean, oh, I don't know if I know enough, but I think that you we would have to do a uh, new election. And they just like new candidates and like these are all trash and yeah we would have to that would have been know. so great if we got to do that here for this last one everyone was just like nope and nope because <laughs> I feel like that's kind of how we I actually don't know if there would be new candidates I don't know uh, how it would work maybe there would be I mean I suppose that independent parties would creep up that we haven't known about before right um, I mean because and I, maybe I'm wrong now with seven parties actually maybe there was the eighth party that came in that wasn't the that's because now we have a racist party in the government. Um, we only have two parties, and one of them is racist, and the other one's a little less racist. So, like, congratulations for having one out of eight racist parties. How and like racist there is like probably is like a xenophobic, like stay out of Sweden type of thing, or like what kind of? Yes, it is stay out of Sweden. But unfortunately, a lot of the people in the party are are neo Nazis and have had ties to being Nazis. So maybe now they've cleaned up the party, but you know these are people that identified as neo-Nazis a few years ago. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get that. Yeah, Nazis, they're here. They're a thing. They're a thing. Uh, never stopped being a thing, apparently. they just been creeping for a minute, and now they're they're making waves. They're up there. So they, they just got on in Sweden now. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, there was an ad a few years ago for their party, which was, um, there was a bunch of, women in burkas running toward money, more or less. Um, and they were passing all these old people, white old people, <laughs> with, with like, the, the walkers. Yeah. And this is a serious, I mean... It's, I mean, it's have, you, have you seen what's happening in the streets with Muslims running towards money and kicking old people over? This is real. This is what's happening in the world. Oh Pay attention. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, that's what, is there a big Muslim population there? Mm, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, you could say there is. I mean, uh, much bigger than most people uh, realize, just because there's so much immigration in Sweden. There, there's, there is about 10 million people in Sweden, and about 1 million of them, I think, are immigrants. Now, uh, I think we also count immigrants in that statistic as the third generation. So we count a lot of people as immigrants. Oh, so like grandchildren of like that they were born there they're still counted as immigrants yeah I'm uh, not you guys sure, want to make sure that you guys like no we're the swedish people i mean can't you just look at who's white like in that like well i uh, just how i because i imagine swedish is like you know like the racist party like i'm really like racist against who like i just imagine it's like okay, super like so homogenous racist against immigrants so we have a lot of immigrants from um the middle east and uh also from South America, like Chile, and also from... South America? Yeah. That's a hike. Yeah, it's a hike. Yeah. There's, so, you know, and there's also a lot of uh, immigrants from Ethiopia. I know I was r- looking this up a while ago because I was starting to get really curious when, you know, I was like, what are we... Who are we... Why? Yeah. <laughs> who, like are, who, are, who are they Why are we angry? Hike? Yeah. <laughs> why are we angry? Uh, and, you know, I think that... Um, you know, we created the problem because 
we're so bad at integration, right? Sweden just wants to be nice. That's like our whole identity. And right. we think we're so good. That's the whole Swedish. We, we, we think you're so good. They keep telling us that like. Swedes are fantastic. Yeah. And we live, we feel that way about ourselves right. too, right? So the most common Swedish phrase anywhere is like, why don't you do it like you do it? We do it in Sweden. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of, we're like, oh, we're just taking in all these immigrants. But placing them in ghettos, honestly, you know, right. and just not integrating them into society. And so because of that, you know, racism occurs. Right. right? That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so like my brother says, we don't have an immigration problem. We have an integration problem. All right. I think I think there's generally a problem like uh, kind of like worldwide. Yeah. Like definitely I went to England and the racism was just I was like you what you guys can't say that like you like we and it was it was like with like you know family and like their friends that I love and whatever and uh like we drove through the Muslim neighborhood and like the things that were coming out of their mouths I was like guys what no what this is terrible like what are you saying like you can't like no nah, it's disgusting and cuz we're like driving through the Muslim neighborhood and it was definitely like the Muslim neighborhood and they were like all there and they talked all this trash, and I was like, first of all, this is the only good food in all of England that I've had is the Middle Eastern food. You guys should be nicer to them because your food's trash. And also, like, don't, you know, whatever. Well, um, Sweden's like that, too. Like, when I go home, they think I'm so uptight because I've become much more aware of racial slurs, right, or how you talk about different different ethnicities or different... Right. Even where people are from or whatever. And it's just... come. You know, anything comes out of anybody's mouth yeah. with a big smile, n- completely unaware. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is extremely offensive. This is, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's kind of what I found there. But I'm uh, like, maybe that's just like, it's, prob- it's probably like a, we are more sensitive about words. Yeah. But like, the emotions may be the same, if not worse. You know what I mean? But we're like very careful not to. Not to say it. I do think that's true because I don't. I don't necessarily feel that it's an, a lot of anger. Like people will talk a certain way, but there's yeah. th- there's, it's sort of a naivete that's kind of like curiosity. And yeah. It's almost like, hey, you're different. Like I'm gonna point out how different you are. Yeah. Like, can you explain it to me? And you're like, no. <laughs> this is super annoying. Don't stop asking me questions. Don't touch. But my I hair. get away with that here. Because I'll ask questions that American white Americans won't ask. And I'll be like, I'm Swedish. Can you explain it to me? Yeah. No, I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> I'd be like, get out of here, <laughs> white girl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I understand. I understand. <laughs> so uh, are you are you now being here? Are you, like, involved? In, like, and obviously, like, you can't vote or anything. But are you, like, involved and, like, conscious of what's happening in uh, here? Um. Sort of. I'm not. I'm kind of a. Um, I'm kind of a person that doesn't really watch the news. You people are out there. Yeah, yeah. we are out there. Like I am, you know, unfortunately, that type of person. I. Uh, but of course, I know. You know. And right. And um, I have. Um, there are certain things where I have sort of accidentally taken, probably, more political stance like I, I i did go to a rally in washington uh to protect abortion rights okay um a few years ago right 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 and very important yeah i i i, I get really involved in in women's rights here because i just it's so different from sweden are you are you an intersectional feminist i try to you be you try to be all right I, I mean i do my best yeah but i'm i keep thinking that you know as a, as a white woman I constantly can walk the line of like using the system, right? Or uh, yeah, so uh, it's a it's a hard thing to be aware of your privilege. It's not easy to be aware of how privileged you are all the time. Is it not? I mean, I guess so. Like as a, as like a, a a man, like it's the thing that we have to like constantly like remember, like you know, uh, certain things, just like general safety, you know. And like we forget about that stuff. So I imagine it's probably easy as a white. Uh, as a white person, I kind of forget. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I do, do. I remember. I was like, oh, I think I, I, I just I start from my experience. I have to remind myself that there's also a different experience all yeah. the time. 
So that was when was that march? Well, that was uh, probably a couple of years ago. Okay. Did you do like the women's march and everything after? Uh, I did. I had a lot of mixed feelings about it, but I did. Oh, tell me, tell me about your mixed feelings. Tell me about yeah. Me. Um, well, um, I did have mixed feelings about feminism here, and then somebody did point out to me. They said, "Re, what you have a problem with is white feminism." Okay. Uh, and so the intersectionality. All right, go on. Tell me about your issues with white feminism. Well, I do think that um, there is a sort sort of a it's, there's a posing kind of aspect of it here, where, um, in my experience, the cost of speaking up for women's rights is kind of high sometimes. Like people don't always like it. Yeah. While as here, you put on a pussy hat and you also strip and you go like, I'm for like women's rights, but I'm gonna show you my tits and I'm gonna and it's like, for me there's a there's a a problem there because you're using beauty, which is part of the the problem. All right. Okay. Okay. And so you're like so like the slut walk, not your thing. Not my thing. You know about the slut walk? No, I don't know. About oh, that. it's uh. It was started by, I think, a group in Canada. I might be totally making that up. But uh, now it's been like kind of co-opted by Amber Rose. Do you know Amber Rose? <sighs> Amber Rose is Kanye's ex-girlfriend. Okay. Uh, he, he, he scooped her up out of a strip club in Philly. That's not really true. She was a model, but whatever. Uh, she was a you know, stripper, and she dated Kanye, and then now she's just famous. Uh, and uh, she is like a famous kind of like big butt, big boobs, you know, mm. like hot, like, Mm. booty model girl and so now she does the slut walk every year and it's basically uh it's downtown it's like a you know pershing square and it's a bunch of women come and it's like kind of anti-slut shaming so yeah they're all like out there just it's just like a lot of boobs a lot of butt a lot of boobs a lot of butt and, uh, you know, with science just being like, you're not entitled to my body, though. Like, this doesn't, this isn't an invitation. But I, a lot of people I have problems with it. I get that. And the thing is, I, the, the thing I struggle with is, I think being Swedish, I'm spoiled. Like, we already are past it. Like, we don't need to have a slut walk. It's, we're, like, I was brought up being told that I should be, be able to, like, hold a presentation naked and yeah. men should be looking me in the eye and they should be asking questions about what I'm presenting. Right. Like, that's how I grew up. So, to me, I'm going, like, we don't need a slut walk. Come on. Like, this yeah. is my body. Who cares? I mean, we're, we're Puritans over here, man. We're yes, and for that reason, I'll defend the slut walk. Because right. I'm going, like, we have, to st- we have to go through this also because right. we're so far behind in the U.S., don't say we. You're not one. Just kidding. You've been here 14 years. You're one of us. We'll take you in. We'll take you <laughs> in. It's fine. But yeah, we are super behind. Like we're still like fighting to be able to like show your nipple. Like it's super, yeah. super. And weird. And because of that, yeah, we need a slut walk too. I just think that, um, you know, it's 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 it it's tricky sometimes where it fits into female empowerment because I mean there then it comes into that thing I, I believe beauty and body is used in order to control women right but is it not and like obviously what do I know but like is it not or can it not be seen as uh taking control of that like power like instead of it being like here's men being like this is how we're presenting women and women be like you're presenting ourselves we're this is how we're presenting ourselves and don't touch us absolutely but what we perceive as beauty for women is so limited, so it's not a choice for everybody. And so it's not at the slut walk. At the slut walk, <laughs> it is all different sizes. Okay. It is. Then, it is. Then great. It ain't just about like I went out there with like an uh, old like coworker, old coworker like kind of friend, and I couldn't be there with him because he completely didn't get it. Like it's just the whole idea was like going over his head. He's like, I don't get this. What am I not supposed to look at these tits? Why is that girl over tits out? She's fat. Like and I'm like, dude, Well like, see, that's the problem. That's what I'm saying. Because because that's how it's perceived. Like the beauty Are they responsible for that perception for everyone? No. No, they right. can't be. But that's where it becomes problematic when somebody says, I I I don't know. I, I think it's tricky where where I don't know. I don't know where you ca- how where the line is of how much you use your sexuality to get ahead because in a in a strange way it kind of verges on that. If you're using your sexuality to get ahead, are you aware of are you aware of the uh the new laws that are really shutting down on sex work? 
in the United States? No. All right. So, like, I don't know enough about this. Uh, I only know about it from, like, some strippers and dominatrixes that I know who are, uh-huh. like, pretty vocal about it. Yeah. Um, they've shut down, like, Craigslist and, like, not the whole thing, but, like, the casual encounters part and, like, back pay. All, like, websites. Like, they can any website that can be used for prostitution or they can, like, make a tie to it, they can prosecute them. And so they're, like, really shutting down all these sites and services, which has affected a lot of uh, legal, like, you know, mm-hmm. dominatrices. Or yeah. It's like, you know, it's like a legal thing yeah. to do, you know. Um, and it's really affecting all of them. And they're really attacking sex workers. And I feel like a lot of them, or what I'm hearing, is that, like, we're not sticking up for them as a society that all indulges in, like, the sex industry to some point. Yeah. Uh, and one point that I heard from a woman was, uh, like, basically when we try to sell sex and everything, but sex work, you know, if you take out, like, the pimps, but, like, you know, like, the actual sex workers from strippers to these different people, uh, that is them kind of using their own bodies to make money for themselves, and then we think that's not okay. Yeah, and I think that's that's the the double standard in America, right? I mean, because that is using the sexuality for what, for work, which is, like, completely transparent, but America doesn't like transparency. Right. It's just, it's like, we would rather have it in ads, like, everything is sex, like you're saying. And right. to me, that's confusing. Like, you walk in and you're supposed to present something entirely different, and here, people will make it about sex. Like, that's where... Um, I mean, I'm just going to say, like, why don't you do it like you do it in, we do it in Sweden? Like, <laughs> <laughs> because in Sweden, um, the, the person selling sex is not, is it prosecuted? Is that the word? Yeah. It's, it's the man, it is, it's the John who buys sex, who will get in trouble. Um, they, they can't exist without, like, what, why? Listen. Uh, okay. If, if that, this I'm guy wants saying. sex and this girl wants money, and they both well, are consenting adults. I, I've never... Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But, 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 but this is mainly to protect children, right? This is mainly to protect people who are being trafficked. Right. Because people are being trafficked to Sweden, and they're 12 years old and being sold for sex. And yeah. so we want to make sure they step forward and dare to talk. Right, 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 right. And that's, that's one of the big problems here, too. I mean, everywhere with prostitution is like... How are we going to stop the abuses if they step forward and go, hey, I'm a prostitute, and this thing happened? They're like, oh, well, you're getting arrested. Like, right, yeah. exactly. Um, and don't even get me started on the sex trafficking. I think that's where all these uh, Mexican children are going. Not the Mexican children, but the, the, the Central American children. They're all lost, and I'm like, they're selling those kids into... Have you been following that? You been following the kids? N- no, I, but I think you might have mentioned something like this to me before. No. Oh, I'm always talking about sex trafficking. I'm like these. I don't get me started. That's for another time. Oh my god! That's don't start crying. <laughs> <laughs> don't start crying for the kids yet. We're not going there, and it's not stopping. Uh, do you pray for the kids? Do I pray for the kids? Yeah. This um, is this is really just a segue into the religion into part. Religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this part I find I want to I want to talk about too because I really feel like um and I could be wrong here. Uh, I think. We are a much more religious country than European much countries. More. Yeah. So was that like part of your upbringing? And if so, like what? No. Like so, um, Sweden is a Christian country, and and when I was born, you were still born into the church autom- automatically. That doesn't mean that I ever went to church on a Sunday. Um, never. Never. Cool. <laughs> uh, but I was baptized. And I did go to confirmation camp. Like most Swedish kids go to confirmation camp. It's just three weeks where you hang out with your friends. And at the end of it, you know, you, I don't know, you get, get confirmed. confirmed. Yeah. And suppose and it was conversations about religion and God, but it was also conversations about life. And um, I, most kids do that. Um, and most people get married in church. Yeah. And, you know, but... Nobody really, most people, if you ask most Swedish people, do you believe in God? They're going to look at you and be like, what? Why would I believe in God? But you're a Christian, like, so you're like, you're all like Christian getting confirmed and baptized, but you're like, this is just like a silly tradition that we do. Yeah. 
Interesting. It's, it's just the tradition. It's just the way we handle, you know, these big events in life. But yeah, like that goes in this place. We do it in this building, but like there's nothing above it. So you're not, you're not. Are you? Because you're kind of like a spiritual. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, m- my Swedish friends think I'm absolutely nuts, but yeah, for sure. I've this is I've embraced this the crystals and the <laughs> and the are you, energy. Are you are you a crystal person? Well, I mean. I, if there are crystals around, I'll pick them up and feel their energy. I mean, obviously, <laughs> right? It's a crystal. What do you, <laughs> else are you gonna do? Uh, the crystal, the crystal thing is still like I haven't, I haven't gotten to like a crystal girl in my life, so I don't like even know about like the crystals like that. But I, I know they're out there. Like it is. They're out there. They're out there, yeah. and you're picking them up. <laughs> Uh, would you like describe yourself? Because you're like most people say, is, "Do you believe in God?" And they'd be like, "No." Are you would, like what is would how would you classify well, yourself would if you would classify say, yourself at all? I would definitely say I believe in God, but to me, I say, "Well, I just call it God," like to make it easier. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could also say Creator of the Big Bang or the stars in the universe, or we don't know. I, sometimes I think God is just reality, and sometimes I think God is just what we don't know. Okay, um, but like not like we. I mean. Do you do you imagine it to be like a being in control of mm. whatever, or like watching you, judging you, or how do you how do you, how do you? I probably imagine it more like a, a like a consciousness, like a collective consciousness. Okay, so like not like a a being, but like a no, almost like all of us create this collective consciousness that is becomes sort of above us, and that it is sort of. Um, Better than each of us on our own. Does that make any sense? It does. It definitely makes sense. I'm just thinking of it now outside of Earth. Because that uh, that kind of seems earthly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. you're like, oh, the Big Bang, the universe, da 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 But it's like a conscious collection of our consciousness. And then I think there's probably a bigger connect uh, consciousness after that. You know? So there's probably a God above God. You know? What? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's just, I think it just gets bigger and bigger. Interesting. So then, like, God, like, who, who's God then? Right. Well, does it even know. matter? I don't know if it matters. I think what matters is that we believe in something. Why? Um, because if we don't believe in anything, we, we start believing in things unconsciously. Like what? Like we'll believe another person or our iPhones or the TV or like, I think that we automatically start having beliefs. Like we can't stop ourselves from having beliefs. And I mean, we can believe in a doorknob, but I would, I would say it's helpful to have it be a conscious decision. What we believe in. I mean, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about that because one, there are a ton of people who have have made a choice. I don't know if they've made a choice because most people haven't made a choice to believe in what they believe. Like uh, I feel like a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like most people are unconscious about it. even right. religious people. Most uh, religious people. Oh no, don't they're know taught something from you know when they're born, and that's what they kind of accept and don't question. Uh, like I remember, I have a, uh, I've got like two. I've got younger cousins or whatever, and my one cousin was like five, and the other one was like eight at the time or something like ten. I don't know, and. Uh, they were, like, young kids, and they asked me, like, something about God or something. And I was like, oh, I don't believe in God. And they're like, what do you mean you don't believe in God? And I was like, well, you know, some people believe this, some people believe that. Like, I do not believe in God for whatever reason. And, like, my family, like, flipped out. Anytime mm-hmm. I've ever said this to a kid in my family, they flip out. And oh, like, asking, like, you can't say that to him. Like, you're, like, you know, if he grows up and he decides he wants to think that, they can think that. But, like, don't say it to him now. And I was like, oh. well... I was like, why don't you let him grow up and then think whatever he wants to think? Like, you're putting a thought into him, so, like, I can, too. Absolutely. Um, And so I think that's kind of, like, people don't really question it. Like, they don't have a choice in their thought. Like, people choose, like, this is what we're going to tell you, and if later on you want to come up with something, come up with it. Yeah. Um, Which then goes to, there are a lot of people that are believing in something specific that are still believing all of the other shit. That's true. Absolutely. Like, believing their TV and their iPhone. Absolutely. Um, and having that taken advantage of. So then I'll bring it back to you in what is the importance of having that belief? Um, well, I don't know if it's important to other people. It's been important to me because yeah. um, 
for whatever reason, when I've gone through things in life or what I've been through, I've been, I, I really thought I was quite powerful, I think. And I was, I was a control freak. I've been a, maybe, maybe I'm still a control freak, but just a little more manageable. Um, and believing in something that was just bigger than myself, something that was just a higher consciousness, let me let go. And I just said, you know what? I'm not in control of all of it. I'm just going to give some of my experience to this bigger thing. And it helped me get through things. I just said, you know, I don't know how to fix it. And, you know, for me, I don't have a lot of the tradition. I do do some sort of prayer. I do some meditation. I talk to God in my car in some way. I'm saying, I don't know what this is. I don't know how to fix this. Whoever is there, will you take it? Yeah, you're and there. That's huh? <laughs> you're there. You're talking to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it could <laughs> be myself. That's what I mean. Like sometimes I hear what I think is God in my head and I'm going, that's just another version of you, Brie. And I go, that's cool. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I, I, I play this like, you know, like super nothing's there role. But I feel like I've definitely in various states have like heard things in my brain that I'm like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like I did not know that you know and right. like something will get in there and i'm like no that maybe it's a collective consciousness maybe it's something else but something right there was something bigger than our mind like we're yeah. so fast to identify with our minds or maybe we're just like creating thoughts yeah or yeah uh, yeah uh, I don't like know. i don't know you know sometimes i'm like when i catch myself thinking meditating are, have you heard of that people say well what who's catching you me- thinking when you're meditating you well, what part? If I'm already thinking and I'm catching myself thinking. That's deep. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of like catching myself and trying to imagine it and be like, who is? Well, I, I feel like you. I don't know. Like I don't know. Maybe it's a thought, but where does it come from? Somewhere else in the brain? I mean, it's like earlier before we started recording when you said you wanted to go get candy and another voice immediately <laughs> out loud came out and was like, no, you don't want candy. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. Like, isn't that the same voice that's catching you meditating? That one that says, like, I should get candy. And the other one's like, no, you shouldn't get candy. Like, I mean, it's just yeah. like, I'm clearing my mind. I'm clearing my mind. I'm clearing my mind. Candy. Uh, but there I would say it's the opposite. I would say I want candy it comes from somewhere else. And no, you should not get candy is like my logical brain going, no, that will make you fat and you'll spend money and, you'll, you know, that right, will right. give you a hole in your teeth or, you know, oh yeah. cavities. Swedish fish. Um, guys, by the way, just learn. They don't call Swedish fish Swedish fish in Sweden, which makes perfect sense. But they also don't have a name for them, which I think doesn't make any sense at all. They just... They're just candy, and it could refer to any candy. I don't. I don't know. I think I would just describe them as a little. Yeah, fish. I know. No, they have a name. They <laughs> definitely have a name, and I feel like you need to figure it out so we're not just like leading the people astray and being like they're just like gummy fish or whatever. <laughs> gummy fish. That's what they are. You don't know that. You are just <laughs> agreeing with me. You have no idea what they're called. We went over this for a few minutes. Um, so you meditate? I do meditate. Daily? Yeah. I've meditated daily for about eight years. Eight years every day? Yeah. Every day? Yeah. Have you missed any days? I probably have, but I, I usually, I, I've, I even did it when I was getting up at four in the morning. So How the hell would you get up at four in the morning? I worked in a coffee shop and I started okay. work at 4.30, so I would get up before that and meditate. Uh, and how long do you usually meditate for which practice? That has differed. Um, I started out just five minutes, and then uh, during the end of my marriage, um, <laughs> I meditated two hours per day. This, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you've told me that before, which is like, that is that is levitation meditation right there. Like It was quite a profound experience. Yeah, yeah I would imagine so. So what does like meditation do for you? Because I feel like, I mean, you know, it... it to be meditating every day and sometimes up to two hours a day almost seems like a religious ritual, you know, like a, yeah. co- a connecting. So what does that practice do for you? Um, well, I'm a pretty nervous person. Like I'm a pretty nervous, anxious, worried person. Probably my body, my personality is all that. So for me, it kind of calms me down. It's easier for me not to yell. I used to yell a lot at people. Uh, I was quite a rager. Really? Yeah. 
even like from Sweden. Like I don't. Know, that's oh great. yeah. And you're so like soft spoken now, so I can't really imagine you yelling at somebody. Yeah, I used to rage at my ex husband. I would rage at my father, uh, and very, very, very angry, and throw a lot of fits. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So like the kind where I would just yell at my ex husband, lay down in fetal position. He would say, I'm going to walk away, and I would grab his leg on the floor while he was trying to walk out, and I said, don't you leave me. I mean, that's the type. Oh, <laughs> that's the type. <laughs> like, full-on child tantrums. Like, you were, like, my three-year-old nephew. Like, yeah, Absolutely. okay, gotcha, all right. At, at I feel you. 28. At 28, yeah, no, it's a perfectly normal reaction. So, meditation settled that for you? Yeah, it's really helped, and it's really helped with... You know, pausing. I do a lot of like, hey, let me call you back. Yeah. Whenever I get a little agitated and truly I've been able to, it's really helped with, it's created that practice where I'm like, I'll just take five minutes yeah. for myself. Right. Like, and that's the most important thing because I don't need to bring more bad energy into the world. Right. Yeah. I, I got into meditation. I try to all the time, but yeah, I, I just like fall out of it and I understand the, the concept of you know everyone's like I don't have time to meditate and I'm like it's about taking the time like you do have 20 minutes in a day like you will waste 20 minutes doing something completely ridiculous and like it is about taking that time that space and just kind of clearing it out and I really see the importance in it and like for a while I did it daily but not like that long um and like I totally like get the benefits of it it's just like when you know your mind just gets amped up and you're racing and that's like the time where you'll be like calling someone flipping out or like yeah. you know saying something you don't need to say or whatever and just like it kind of like quiets all that down in you like just lets you figure out how to take things one at a time it's kind of like the only like practice i get into I, I don't know in the last time i've been to church for church that like there wasn't like a dead person in the front or Right. Married people. Yeah. Um, so that's been like the closest I've gotten to a thing is like meditation. But and now eight I'm years. Really, yeah. Now I'm really into visualizing while I meditate. That's the new thing in the last three or four months. What's that like? What do you mean visualizing? Well, to really spend time at like um, with where what, are, what I wish was true in my life and just spending time seeing it and like spending oh. five or ten minutes of my meditation just imagining that scenario being true. Interesting. Because I'm like, when I meditate, I'm going for the... No, no. Yeah. Empty just mind. Empty mind. Yeah. Empty mind, just like, if I start thinking about anything, you know, I try to return to it. Trying to get that, like, I haven't been able to get it for more than, like, 10 seconds, like, 10 seconds of clarity oh, out of, like, 20 minutes. But it's so good. Like, yeah. you know, I, I tell people whenever someone's like, I can't do it, I can't do it. I'm like, none of us can. Like, meditation is hard. Like, your when brain people races. people tell me their mind's racing, I'm going, yeah. Yeah, that's what I, it eight does. Eight years, my mind is also racing. Yeah. Like, it takes sometimes for months, I can't get a clear, like, right. there's not a clear second. And yeah. then after, I don't know. Every time I, like, like, whenever I meditate and I get that clear second, it's always broken by me. Being so excited that I got that, you know what I mean? I hear you. Yeah, I get yeah, like yeah, super yeah. excited. I was like, oh my God, I just wasn't <laughs> thinking. And then like all of a sudden I'm like thinking again. I'm like, all right, all right, back into this. And it takes a while to get to it. And it took me a while to get to it the first time, you know? And I was like, oh, oh, there it is. That's what we're here for. I mean, that's what Kundalini Yoga is good for. Kundalini Yoga is a great way for Westerners to get into meditation. Because you repeat a, f a, a physical movement and you chant. You empty your mind when you do that, you know, yeah. because you, you get tired physically and you're saying the same thing for like five minutes. Yeah. And it empties the mind. It's like easier than to just be quiet. Literally terrified of Kundalini Yoga. I hear you. I, I, I don't know anything about it. I really don't know anything about it. But like someone close in my family once like kind of uh, told me like they're like, it is deep stuff and you have to have your, like, mind right or it's going to come out. I don't know enough about it. That's just what I was told by mm. people who know more than me. And I was like, check, check, check. <laughs> I'm with it. Uh, so, like, I just do my, like, little silent meditations. Like, one day I think I, I, I happened upon uh, – I was trying to go to a yoga class. And that was free. And it actually wasn't a yoga class. And the schedule was wrong and it was a meditation class. Oh, wow. Um, with, like, a group. Freak me out. Yeah, well, I, I was like, you know what, and I was like in the, you know, sometimes I get in my little hippie bag, and yeah. I was like, 
I'm meant to be here. Like, I'm supposed to be here to find out how to meditate. And we yeah. did, like, three different types of meditation. We did, like, walking meditation, like, a laying meditation, and then, like, just regular seated meditation. And uh, I was like, this is this is cool for me. I was kind of cool with it. Like, I didn't like the walking meditation. I walked on, like, three walls. I was like, guys, this is really dumb. Like, they're like, close your eyes and walk around. I'm like, there's 15 people in this room, walls and art hanging. Like, this is dumb. But the seated, quiet mind, like, that's still the practice that I use. When I use it, which has been a while, um, yeah. Yeah. Meditation and crystals. Yeah. That's I mean, that your bag. Kind of. I mean, I don't have crystals. I don't own crystals. You don't own crystals. I you don't. just pick up strangers' crystals when you <laughs> see them. Yeah. You just, like, walk through the yep. the Starbucks and just yep. like, oh, is that your crystal? Yeah. Hang out hang comedy shows and just, like, grab other crystals. If I see any crystals, I'll grab them. Really? Yeah. Do people get, has anyone ever gotten mad at you? Like No, I try to ask if it seems like they're close to a certain person. <laughs> if I can tell who <laughs> might own it, then I'll ask a question. Other Like, I, I don't know. I mean, otherwise, it's just like you play with it like you play with a stone, right? I go like, oh, was that a crystal? Who y- knew? Yeah, but like, if, if I'm like a crystal person and I'm like digging on the energies of my crystal and like you go and mess with my crystal's That's energy. That's right. I'm going to mess that energy up. Yeah. Yeah, but then don't leave your crystal out. Facts. All right. <laughs> don't leave your crystals out, people. Uh, moving on. To the last part that you have no idea about, <laughs> uh, which is just, guys, um, I'm sorry. Uh, I know this is politics, religion, and Kanye, but apparently, like, you know, some people love Kanye, some people hate Kanye, and some people just don't even know who Amber Rose is. And so we've got one of those people in here today. Uh, you haven't listened to, like, any of the Kanye projects. No. Have you ever listened to a Kanye album? I don't know. I don't. I mean, not consciously. Not not an album. Like, definitely not a whole definitely album. Definitely not a whole album. Do you even have, like, a Kanye opinion? No. I mean, I know he's controversial. I picked that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is, like, hip-hop even a thing in Sweden? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Because yeah, like, we're, like, we're all I, over the world. Oh, like, yeah. And I the fact that I don't have more information about Kanye is... I mean, a lot of people are going to be up very upset with me, and and a lot of Swedes are going to say that I'm representing Sweden. You're very poorly. Wrong. I actually, I, yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're representing the world wrong. Just, <laughs> um, but it's fine. Um, it hasn't been a terribly exciting week in the world of Kanye. He had some new releases. It's okay, like whatever. Like, Tiana Taylor dropped her album, and Nas's album dropped. Right. And so for this, here's kind of what I wanted to discuss. Um, because it's something that I had some issues with. Do you know who Nas is? You know, you I know, know all of those things to you. Okay, all right. No. Okay, so Nas, I remember the day I got my first Nas tape. Mm. Um, I was in like sixth or seventh grade. I remember Brad Shipman gave it to me. It was Black Moon on the other side. It was like my favorite tape ever, like Illmatic, his first album. I've listened to him over the years. He's one of my favorites. He's a lot of people's favorites. Um, and he... Like, this year announced that Kanye was producing his album, which we're all, like, really excited because Kanye is an excellent producer. And we all get excited. And then his ex-wife, Khalees, you know Khalees? She's a singer. She used to sing that song, like, I hate you so much right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Definitely no. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So that's Nas's ex-wife. And she puts out a story saying uh, he, like, back when, she remember when Rihanna got beat up, she can remember being at home, like, covered in bruises, because, like, he, like, they would, he was, like, hitting her, you know? Uh, and she said she would fight back and, like, whatever, but they were in some some form of abusive relationship, according to her, right? Um, and then, also this week, uh, XXX, I, I still don't know how to say this dude's name, Tentacion, XXX something, some kid, right? Yeah. Some kid. Don't really listen to the kid. Um... But he got shot, and, like, the outpouring of love for this kid has been a thing that I was surprised by, like, mm. even to someone that's, like, pretty up on, like, hip-hop and stuff. I was like, I didn't know this kid was this big. And this guy, like, beat the living out of his ex-girlfriend, or his, I think it was still his girlfriend, I don't know. Uh, but he beat his, like, pregnant girlfriend at the time. He was waiting, awaiting trial for it. Um, just really, really nasty stuff. And, like, he's just being adored still, you know? And, like, people are like, oh, he was changing, which I'm like, he's 20. Um, 
I, I, I believe people can change, but yeah. I'm like, he hasn't had enough time for me to officially say that he's changed. Yeah. That yeah. shit was last November. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I guess like kind of having having my first female guest here, um, I, uh, I struggled listening to this Nas album because I listened to it and I'm like, I, sh- I don't, I don't. I didn't feel good supporting it. Right. Which is a feeling, you know. Yeah. So, like, how do you feel, like, uh, in uh-huh. art, in art and culture, which is a thing that we're coming up against a lot right now. Yeah. Uh, dealing with uh, problematic heroes. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really hard. I mean, I think of Woody Allen and Roman Polanski and... I mean, I, I don't love watching Woody Allen films. I think that's tricky. Do you still watch them? Uh, well, the, see, I went to Woody Allen film, not the last one, but uh, two films ago or yeah. something. And um, I did. I paid for that ticket. And I wasn't sure how I felt about that. Um, so to me, that kind of falls in the same category. Right. And then we, I mean, and I also think this is kind of, for me, this is part of the American culture. American culture places so much value in what somebody does professionally and in their artistic genius yeah. that we really don't care who they are in person. And I think that's quite culturally... I mean, I think that's true sort of all over the world, but right. I think it's very true in America. No, Yeah, it's... Um, it's like, and, you know, to some degree, I kind of go back and forth, like... Uh, like, with Nas, it bothered me on this album, because, like, now, like, rap is, you know, it's it's got its fair share of misogyny in it. For sure. Um, but, like, every time I heard, like, any hint of misogyny in this album, I'd be like, no, no, you, no, mm-mm, like, I right. shouldn't, you know what I mean? Uh, and Yeah, th- that's how I justify it, right? I'm going, well, that's probably not, <laughs> not true in his life somehow. There is probably some more higher consciousness in in his personal life right but then when i s- kind of learned that there's not then i'm like shit like what a, what am i supporting it and then like where where does because then it becomes promotion of it right then it's like oh he's promoting his own lifestyle that is misogynist right which woody allen in a way does right because his movies are always promote. yeah uh-huh uh i mean in roman polanski like chinatown is a messed up movie yeah um it's a messed up kind of Woody Allenish movie too. Like, you know, the relationship between the Yeah. Yeah. Um and I love Chinatown. I do I like do too. I mean, what are we gonna do? That's what I mean. Like Like so like and, and you know, I guess and in that case, I th- I just think it's like a wonderful film. Um but uh, he, and, and Hollywood really excused him for a long time yeah. until like this year, you know. Yeah. Uh, and still, some people like fight for him, and mm-hmm. so. And I mean, Casey Affleck was like, was that last year or something? He was nominated for an Oscar or something. Yeah. Yeah. Nominated for an o- what, what? What did Casey do though? I. I um, I'm trying to remember. I think wasn't he like just drunk and like abusive to women on set? Yeah. Um. Well, I. How do you like? Did you hear about the Chris Hardwick stuff? Yeah, I did hear about the Chris Hardwick stuff. Uh, let me uh, try to kind of... What did he do? Oh, yeah. His ex-girlfriend. Yeah, th- th- controlling. That's right. Super, super controlling. Yes. And uh, like people like canceled him immediately? Go on. What were you yeah, about to say? Yeah, well, but I heard... I haven't read her, her statements entirely, but yeah. I did hear that she also talks a lot about her anorexia and a yeah. lot about her... And for me, I'm going to be a little bit harsh on her. Yeah, yeah I'm I want to. So, I'm not so sure, you know. It's knowing myself, this is not a nice thing to say, but, you know, sometimes it's easy to look back and just regret what we did and regret the choices we made and realize that we were in a place where we allowed those things to happen. And we have a part, too. I, I believe that we always do. Yeah. And I'm not saying he wasn't, he, that he was wrong. Right. But she also has a part. And I think sometimes we're in this environment right now, we're not... We're, I'm, oh, God, I can't you believe I'm gotta, saying this. You don't got to tread carefully. Say it. Say it. Say it. Women are not really owning their part. And um, I can't believe those things are coming out of my mouth. Some women are, but some women are not owning their part. Yeah, no, I think it's a... Uh, and, and, and it's tough to say right now. You know, it's like... <laughs> 
and, and you know, I, I, I even if the part is small, even if the part, tiny, tiny part, but let's own that tiny part. Whatever part is yours, uh, yours. find it. Yeah, find and, it. And th- and that way, if you can if own it, that, you can easily, you can probably like better address all the rest. I've been in terrible relationships with men that have been very bad. I participated in those relationships. I needed them. Yeah. I mean, not everybody got into those relationships. I seeked them out. So, I mean, unless you're tied to somebody's home, right? you can't leave, right? Right. But, I mean, and then it goes into the whole, you know... Uh, Psychological... Psych- yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I'm not saying that's not true. I mean, like, you know, I had a producer who Snapchatted me and so forth, and I... I'll, I, and he called me and masturbated, and I felt I could have hung up the phone, but I didn't hang up the phone and all that. And yeah. so I didn't know where I stood with all that. I think it's super complicated. And I think that... Um, That's what like a lot of people said with like Louis C.K. and the woman that being like, oh, like he masturbated while we were on the phone. They were like, well, hang up the phone. Yeah, but that's the thing with the with the somebody who has power, and that's the thing with women, you know, thinking that's the only chance we have, and that is devastating. Yeah, and that's why it's so wrong. But it's, but it is, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying it's 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 complicated. Yeah, I d- I definitely agree. It's complicated. Like last week, I found myself, uh, you know, comics. They're all like, we talk a lot and we make a lot of big about a lot of things and there was one situation where I kind of like found myself like you know someone talked about a situation and I heard out like kind of both like you know like here here's all the information I have and I'm going to make a decision and ultimately I I I ended up like not 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 believing the victim but like just kind of feeling like you know this this is kind of a gray situation and at the same time someone else posted something about like uh, it was it was somebody who had uh, a girl who had falsely accused a bunch of dudes of rape, and she got convicted of that. Mm. And someone like posted like, "Oh, uh, always believe the victim," you know. And I kind of like went at them for that, and I was like, "No, like you're making it out as though uh, this is the common occurrence." You know right. what I mean? Which is so I I feel like we've gotten ourselves in a place where like always believe the victim. Yeah, and that's the that's why it's hard to say women should own their tiny part, right? Because yeah. we're in a place where we're so imbalanced, where it's like, yeah, men. This it's been oppressive for so long that like if you ask me, should we defend the victim always or not believe the victim? Yeah, we should always defend the victim. Right. Like I would rather I some, and that's the problem. It's like I would rather somebody go to jail and be not guilty than not believing any victims at this time. See, that's where that's where I. Uh, but I don't uh, want any not like uh, to yeah, go to jail <laughs> is like is to me it's like one of the most barbaric things that we do, and so does. For someone to be in jail that like Not get, didn't do right, anything, it right. like it makes me like sick. Um, but to not believe any victims, that's what I'm right. Saying. Well, that's like what that's I'm saying. Like I, I, I instinctively, I, I, I kind of go from a place and like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna start off believing them, I guess. Yeah. But I want to hear the story, and then I want to make a decision. For, like I'm not always believe the victim, but that is my my starting point. Well, and this is what I really. Uh, I think that it's tricky. That's what I found. When I was going through this myself or my version of it, I felt that it's not a safe environment to share my part because people will attack that part. It's not, it's not balanced enough yet. Right, right, right. Where if I told you, if I were to say exactly what happened with this producer and I would say, you know what, I did this and I did that, inevitably everybody would attack that yeah. rather than to look at the bigger part, which was his part. Right. Because we're, we're so imbalanced that people are so much... We're just used to attacking the woman. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I remember, and like... And that makes women having to say, he was wrong, he was wrong, he was wrong, he was wrong. Right. And making it so unsafe to say, you know what? Maybe I was brought up in a way where I participated in this. Right. Because the truth is we were brought up to participate. Yeah. It's not that we want to out of our own true nature. Do you think that if people started taking, if like right up front, they were like, this is what I did wrong, and then here's all the awful stuff. Like, not not that they did anything wrong. Like, because I don't want to say that. Like, I remember, like, there was a time that, like, I got arrested once, like, probably, like, 10, 15 years ago or something like that, 15 right. years ago. And uh, I remember my dad was like, I think it was my dad. 
maybe it was like a professor, and they were both they're like, "Listen, I know, I because I was like wrongly arrested, right? right. Um, I was drunk, but like the police were like super dicks, uh, and I felt like pretty violated in the situation." And they were like, well, what what was your part? What could you do differently? And I was so mad that they asked that because I was like, I was like abused by the police, like whatever, whatever, whatever. But I was like, there is something I could have done to avoid that situation. Exactly. That's exactly the same right. thing. And, and I'm going like, no, they're not supposed to do this, which is abso- absolutely true. Yeah. Um, but does that help me avoid the situation next time? Exactly. And that's the tricky part. Like. Because it, really, what we also what we need to do is raise women and girls to know how to teach men, right, and to avoid those situations. Uh, because we're raising men like trash, though. We're, I mean, <laughs> um, men in this country. Sorry, <laughs> in, not in this country. Oh, I guess maybe in this yeah, country. Yeah, I think more so than. I mean, it's just not more than like India. No, 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 and Sweden. Right. I'm comparing to Sweden, but also women. No, you know, key. women here don't really know how to how to. I don't know, stand up for themselves or say to somebody that, like, that's not... You know, like, I always say this. In Sweden, if a man tells me I'm beautiful the first time we meet, that's an insult. Here, that's not an insult, right? That's an insult? Yeah, if a man comes up to me and says, you're beautiful the first time we see each other, I'm going to be like, excuse me? You think that's all my value? Are you not going to take any time to get to know me? Like, you better not. Wow. I was, like, working on a joke about, like, in, like, 50 years, like, we're, like, uh, we're going to get, like, called up and be, like, yo, back in 2015, he called a girl beautiful without knowing her. That's just now. Okay. All right. Yeah. That yeah. is kind of So that's, now. like, that's, all right. Because it's, it's, it's that what I'm saying about women. Like, what's the value, right? Because if you walk up to a woman, some I somewhere agree with this. If you walk up to somebody and they go, wow, you're beautiful, it's kind of, like, Okay. Yeah. And so what? Like, it's not. Facts. Yeah. So like, what, like what are that you trying you to say? You don't know yeah. anything about what I've contributed to the world. Right. You know, I could be the worst person ever. Yeah. And now you've just given me value based on something that I look like. Like, yeah. that's a lot of trouble. That's dangerous. Yeah. Like, look at the Kardashian. I mean, I do look at the Kardashians. Yeah, we oh, all so you know about you know about the Kardashians, <laughs> but you don't know about Kanye. All right, I got it. Uh, so like before we wrap up, because like since you don't listen to Kanye, let me. What do you What are you listening to? What do you What do you rock into? Just like I, I feel a like lot you listen to Tuvalu and Sweden. Tuvalu, you know Tuvalu. Isn't that like the chocolate bars they sell at the airport? No. Okay. Sara Lawson. Are you Are you making this up? What are you? Lale. <laughs> 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 Uh, these, these are real. These are Swedish hip hop. Yeah. Oh, this is Swedish hip hop. No, that's not hip hop. But I do listen to s- Swedish. Yeah, I listen to a lot of Swedish music, and they're. You didn't even know Little Dragon. I know. I didn't know Little Dragon. Yeah, they're like Swedish okay. and dope. You don't even listen to Swedish House Mafia. I don't know. If Swedish, I mean, Swedish House Mafia sounds like it should be a way doper group than it is. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Swedish House. They're not three six mafia like like is Swedish house mafia sounds like it should be super hard right okay. like like you know I think you're being a little harsh I mean Sweden has a lot of you guys actually you guys do exports more music than most than any country per capita you guys contribute a lot musically there are a lot of yeah. Swedish groups I listen to no one that you mentioned or I don't even <laughs> understand anyone that you said. Uh, who is the first? Licky Lee. I love Licky Lee. Oh, She's Licky Swedish, Lee is right? Great. Uh, Mike Snow. They're Swedish. You know about them? No. Uh, they used to like produce for like Britney Spears and stuff, but their music's actually good. But they they right. they were like producers first, like pop producers. Who was the first person you said? Dubelo. Dubelo. And who's the other one? Sarah Lawson. I feel like such a like a dick of an American just like laughing at weird foreign words. She says it. She's she's in the US all the time, but I forget how she pronounces it. Oh, I've heard of them. That's what I mean. Like I I say it the wrong way. Oh, okay. Well, all right. I think that is our time. So as they say uh, in Swedish music, uh, Toodaloo, is that her name? <laughs> a toodaloo. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, where can people find you at? Um, Reverse Stig 
R-I-V-E-R-S-T-E-E-G-H on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and just the name. Let's let's that's keep it, it simple. Seem simple. All right, you're gonna you're about to be like traveling the world and stuff. So well, I'm about to go to Sweden for a little while. All right, we'll share this back in Sweden. Let me get some Swedish following. Oh yeah, you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. until they get to the last part and like he just. Shits on our whole or country. <laughs> until they get to the first first part and I misrepresent uh, Sweden right. everything I've said. Exactly. Like, do you want to do some education on <laughs> Sweden before you start talking about There's our country? <laughs> a whole campaign like, don't listen to Ray. She's not one of us. She's an American and she also doesn't know Kanye. All right. Thanks so much for uh, coming on. This was fun. This was yeah, dope. Lots of fun. All right. Tight. New perspectives. All right, guys. Tune in next week. Uh, you know, like this, share it, listen, whatever. Do it with your friends, listen at parties, whatever. Uh, I'm Aston Wallace. This is FBRK Radio. Later. <laughs>